Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Palsik. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my gosh, so this is a little bit crazy because this is my first show where it's not me being interviewed. So last week, I um, had my first kickoff show of the Ads Maven. Um, I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven. And um, so I was interviewed by Christine, but this is my first one where, um, yeah, I'm not being interviewed. It feels a little bit crazy, but also very exciting. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, So today, we are talking about Stop wasting money boosting posts and what to do instead because here's the thing, like 95% of the time when you press boost post, you're just giving your money away to Facebook. And so, yeah. Um, And so let me talk a little bit about what that actually means, boosting posts. So on your Facebook business page, and um, Melissa, if I'm saying anything that is like too advanced, will you just kind of like let me know that I need to like just explain it again because I know when it comes to Facebook ads sometimes I talk in ways that are um, I know that there's so much like nuance and complexity to Facebook ads so I want to make sure that it just is uh, understandable all right Um, thank you so when I when I'm talking about boosting posts so on your Facebook business page basically under every single post that you have is a little blue button that says boost post. And what that does is Facebook will just try to show the ad, show the post to more people. And I've even, I've actually heard Facebook people talk about it um, as like advertising light because it's not really advertising, but they make it so appealing. And so I find that most people, if they have run any type of ads before, they have boosted a post. But um, oh, the other thing that Facebook will do is sometimes you'll see a post that's getting a good amount of engagement, and then Facebook will um, put a little thing in, in your uh, notifications that'll say something like, this post is doing really good, but we could show it to 20,000 more people if you would like. So it's just like this way to get you to spend spend money, and it's really not effective. So let's talk a little bit about why that's not super effective. Um, To start off with, I want to talk a little bit about uh, some basics of advertising and marketing in general. First thing is we buy from those we know, like, and trust. And I definitely did not make that up. I have no idea who said it, but it's so true. Um, I really like to give the example of if you had the choice to go to Target or Walmart, which one would you choose? Now, for myself and for a lot of people, I believe um, the choice would be Target hands down, right? And so I know both businesses, but I like Target a lot more. I just feel like going through the store is just like the way that they make space in it just feels nice. I trust their products more. I think they have cuter stuff. So if I have the choice, I'll go to Target every time because the no like and trust factor is there. And so that's true from if you're buying from an individual or if you're buying from a corporation. 
So the other part of that is um, around touch points. And so a touch point, it's simply a point of contact used to grow the know, like, and trust factor. So when we are spending money on things, we don't usually buy the first time we hear about something, right? Unless maybe like your friend referred you to something, then we might buy something without hearing about it multiple times. But 80% of sales take 5 to 12 touch points. So the way that I see Facebook and Instagram ads is a way to start getting lots of touch points and start growing the know, like, and trust factor. Okay, so with that, when you're running an ad, um, the Facebook algorithm really comes into play. So the Facebook algorithm is brilliant, and it's kind of like this living thing because it's getting smarter all the time. Everything that it learns, it's like every time it learns new information, new data, it gets smarter, and it's able to give us better and more effective results. So it's so interesting because we can see that in a lot of ways, but even like the audience size, I used to say if you're targeting by country or larger, that the audience size would be um, between 500,000 and a million people. But as the algorithm has gotten smarter, we can actually do an audience size of like one to three million and it will still get good results from it. And it's simply because the algorithm has gotten smarter. Um, so it also knows way too much about us, which can be a little bit scary, but also really helpful for us as advertisers, um, for us as marketers and as business owners. And with that, it gains information based on how we interact with Facebook. So what we're liking, but also what we're clicking on, what we're engaging with, what we're what we're showing that we're interested in. So sometimes you might click on an article that is about something that you're not, that you actually disagree with. And so sometimes Facebook can get a little bit confused and think that you might be interested in stuff that you're actually not. Um, but in general, they do a really good job of learning about what our interests are. So that can totally help us when we're advertising. But the biggest way that the algorithm is helpful to us as advertisers is because it knows how we use Facebook. So it knows who's most likely to scroll, it knows who's most likely to click, who's most likely to engage on a post, and it knows who's most likely to convert onto somebody's email list or to make a purchase. So because of that, we are really able to, um, we're able to tell Facebook, okay, I wanna give you this audience of like a million people, and I want you to show my ad to the people that are most likely to sign up for my email list. And it'll do that. Now, if you're running an ad for months and months and months, it's going to change. And so if you're running an ad for a really long time, eventually it may run out of the people that are most likely to sign up for your email list and it'll start showing it to others in the audience. But it's going to show it to the people that are most likely to take the action that you want them to take. Does that make sense? All right. So with that, there are, when you're first starting to run an ad at the campaign level, um, you're going to tell Facebook what type of objective you want it to run. So when I say the campaign level, when you're running an ad inside Ads Manager, there's three like layers to, um, to running your ad. There's the campaign section, the ad set, and the ad. And the campaign section 
is basically all you're doing is setting, setting the objective. The ad set is where you're telling it what audience you want to show it to. And the ad section is where you're putting in the creative. So you're putting in the copy and the graphics. So when you go in for the campaign section, the very first thing, it'll give you, oh gosh, it's like 10 to 15 different options for objectives. And so some of the objectives that it'll give you, some of the options. So you've got like post engagement, video views, messages, reach, traffic, and conversions. Those tend to be the most common ones. Um, there's a few others, but for most businesses, those are the, the main ones. So post engagement um, means that you want somebody to engage with your post. Now, Facebook calculates engagement as likes, comments, clicks, and shares. But really, if you're running an ad for post engagement, you're going to get a lot of likes and not much else. So if that's your goal and you really want people to engage on your post, that's cool. You can run the ad for post engagement. Um, video views is when you want somebody to watch a video um, and that's really all you want them to do. Now, video views can be really good if you want to create an audience of people that are watching your video so that you can retarget them later with a follow-up ad just for people that watched that first video. Um, but in general, unless you really just want people to watch the video, I don't suggest using that one. Uh, messages ads are really good if you want somebody to uh, start a conversation with you on Facebook Messenger. And then um, ads for reach are really only useful if you want to reach literally everybody in your audience. And so ads for reach are only, I only would recommend that if you have like a really hot audience that's super primed by, like let's say you're running an ad to people that have already visited your sales page and you know if they've gotten to that point, they've visited your sales page, you want to make sure they see the ad promoting um, promoting your course or your product or your service, right? That's the only time you would use ads for reach. So it's, it's going to be a small audience, like a few thousand or less. Um, I've seen it happen before where I went into um, the ads for uh, a new client and she had actually hired somebody to run ads for her before. And he had set up the ads for reach to a cold audience. Now, when I say a cold audience, I mean an audience that doesn't know who you are. And when she came to me, she had never had a single person sign up for her email list through her Facebook ad, which was crazy to me because her ads looked like pretty good. Like honestly, like we edited, like we tweaked a few little things, but not much. In general, like her ads were great, but she'd been running the ads for reach and the ads were going to an audience of like 44 million people. And so I don't know if you remember me saying this earlier, but in general, if you're targeting by country or larger, I suggest that audience size be around like one to three million. Like that's it. So 44 million, way too large. And then Facebook, poor little Facebook's algorithm is trying to like, on like, I don't know, $10 a day, show the ad to everybody in that audience of 44 million, which is just not even doable. Okay. So the other types of um, options that we have inside your objectives, you have traffic, which mean, 
meaning you want somebody to click to your website. And so that would be really good if you want somebody to read a blog post, especially if you want somebody to like click to a blog post and then retarget them later, or if you want them to click to a sales page to then retarget them later. Um, and then you also have ads for conversions. So ads for conversions are when you want somebody to convert into a lead or a sale. So you want somebody to sign up for your email list or you want somebody to um, make a purchase. Now, with ads for conversions, you do have to have a Facebook pixel on it. Now, I have to tell you, um, Facebook pixels can be a little bit tricky. And because of that, I realized, so I've been doing a lot of workshops recently, both online and in person, and I feel like Facebook pixels are the one area that I see people asking the most questions about and having the most issues with. So I'm actually going to do a online workshop coming up sometime later this month. I don't have an exact date yet, um, all around Facebook pixels to help you with that. Um, so when eventually when it's up, you'll be able to sign up for it at jenposick.com slash workshop. Now, when you go there, if you were to go there right now, if you're listening live, um, it'll send you to sign up and it'll send you to the recording of the last workshop that I gave, um, which is totally fine. But in the next few days, it'll be changed out to be the workshop all around pixels. So that'll be an awesome resource to get more information about that. Um, okay, so we are coming up to a break in just a minute. Um, so as we are going to break, when we get back, let's continue the conversation around ads for conversions, because I think that that's a really important one. And I want to be able to spend a little bit more time on that. So all right, can we go to break in just a sec? Does that work? Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hello, hello, hello. Jen Posick here. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Posick. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Hello. Welcome back. Okay. So before the break, we were talking about um, the different types of objectives that you can run your ads with. And so we were talking a little bit about ads for conversions. So ads for conversions are really great if you want to run ads that are to get somebody to convert onto your email list or to convert into a sale. Now, in order to run them, you do have to have a Facebook pixel in place. And as I said, in the, sometime later this month, I am going to be giving a workshop on Facebook pixels. You can get more information on it um, at jenposick.com slash workshop. It'll be changed out for it very soon. But so when you're running the ad for conversions, honestly, like, 
90% of the ads that I run are going to be ads for conversions because most of the time you want somebody to sign up for your email list or you want somebody to convert into a sale. So when you're figuring out what type of ad to run and when you're figuring out if you want to press that little boost post button, you need to fig to ask yourself, okay, what's the actual goal for the ads? What's the aim of it? What do I want people, what action do I want them to take? Do I want them to engage on this post? Do I want them to watch my video? Do I want them to start a conversation in Messenger? Do I want them to click to my website? Or do I want them to sign up for my email list? Or do I want them to make a sale? So that's going to be like the number one factor that lets you know what type of ads you want to run and if ads for, um, and if boosting a post is going to be effective. So when you boost a post, the only choices that you have really are for post engagement or video views. Um, it used to be only post engagement, but recently Facebook has been making an effort to make boosting posts a little bit more effective. Um, so post engagement or video views. But in general, the majority of the time, that's not going to be what your main goal is. So if your goal is to get somebody to sign up for your email list, conversions, not boosting a post. Um, but I do want to give a few examples because there are a few times where an ad for post engagement is going to make sense. It's not very often, but there are some times. Okay, so first off, when we run an ad, um, ads that have been going for a while that have some social proof on it tend to do better. They tend to convert for a better cost. So if you are, um, and when I say social proof, I mostly mean likes and comments. Um, obviously, we don't know about the clicks and we don't, and shares are a little bit cool, but it's really the likes and then comments. So if you are just starting off running an ad, you're not testing an ad, you just know like this ad, I want to get it out to as many people as possible. I know it's going to do really good. You could run an ad, start off running the ad for post engagement so that you get some social proof on it. Um, this can be a little bit tricky though because if you start off running the ad as post engagement, it actually, it, I think it used to, but it stopped doing it or at least recently, Facebook has not been giving me the option to put like a headline below it and like a call to action, which is very weird. So first it's like you have to get the ad started for conversions and then, but like have it scheduled and approved and then get that ad going for post engagement. But that is a good strategy so that you get some social proof on it before you start running it for conversions. Okay, so that's one example that could make sense. Um, another time that I would run ads for post engagement. So with my family's business and I got started, I talked about this all last week in the kickoff show. Um, I got started running ads with my family's business, the health and wellness business. And, um, to order, uh, you can order online. However, um, anytime my mom is offering a special on the purple rice, you cannot order online. You have to call in. And so there's not really a – it makes it a little bit tricky with ads because it makes a lot of sense. If you see a Facebook ad on your phone while you're scrolling, you click and then you click and you, like, sign up or, you like, you click and you buy something. 
that all makes sense because you're on the same platform, but it's a little bit different to go from like doing something on your phone where you're just scrolling to actually making a phone call and like typing in the numbers. So and there's not really a way, there's not like a, an objective for a phone call. Um, so in that case, the times that my mom has wanted to run an ad to promote a special, I will run the ad for post engagement just to make sure as many people as possible can see it. Um, it's not ideal because it's, I feel like it's the harder way of asking for, um, like, I guess asking for the sale, uh, just because it's not like intuitive to do go from online to the phone, but that's, the option that would work. Um, the other option that could be possible in this case would be an ad for messages, but you have to make sure that somebody is going to be able to respond to those messages. And I knew it wasn't me and I knew that it wouldn't be my mom. Like I know she responds to messages from people, but just not in a timely enough uh, fashion like answering the phone. Um, okay, so the other example for you is when you have um, – not when, if, if you have a business where it's like you have like an online magazine or you're a blogger and you're really dependent on advertisers or you're dependent on your numbers, like you have to have a lot of followers, you have to have a certain amount of engagement in order to bring in revenue and you have to be able to show that you have those numbers that would be a time to do an ad for post engagement because you want to get more post engagement on your post. Now, the other thing that I will mention, because um, I did say if you have a lot of followers, because I do get the question a lot of how do you grow, um, how do you grow your number of fans on a page? And back in the day when I was first starting off with my family's business, we spent some good amount of money growing likes on our business page. I, which is super cool, you know, it looks really good that we have a lot of fans and they were well targeted. However, in general, I don't think you need to do that. I don't think you have to have a ton of fans at this point to um, make things seem legit. If you have like a local business, I think like a few hundred. If you have an online business, I think around a thousand and you're good. Um, so I actually don't recommend running ads for page likes anymore. Just because somebody likes your page doesn't mean that they're going to do anything with it. Um, but instead, what I would recommend is anytime you're running ads, the like side benefit to it is you're going to get people that are liking your posts. And anytime somebody likes your post, there's little numbers next to it that'll tell you how many people have reacted to it. So let's see it. Let's say it says like a hundred reactions. You can click the little button under it that says the number of reactions and it'll show you all the people that have reacted to it. And if they have not already liked your page, there'll be a little button that says invite. Um, if they've already liked it, it'll say liked. I think that's what it says. It'll say liked. Um, but you can invite people and you just go through and you just click, 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 click and it will send an invite from the page for them to like it. Because chances are, if they're liking your post, there's a good chance that they'll be interested in what you have to say in order to and to like the page. Um, so I would suggest more growing your page from that instead of from page likes ads. But so as I was saying, um, if you are looking to, if you need advertisers and need to show the engagement, 
in that case, it would make sense to run the ad for post engagement. But even with all of these examples, I still don't recommend that you run it from ads. Man, uh, I still don't recommend, sorry, that you press boost post. Instead, I would recommend that you run it from ads manager. So to get to ads manager, there's a few ways that you can go there. Um, you may have it on your Facebook page, um, a little thing on the left-hand side that says ads manager. I used to, and for some reason, like almost a year ago now, it just went away one day, um, which is unfortunate because it was really easy. On the top right of your Facebook page, when you're on it on like laptop or desktop, um, there's a little downward facing arrow. So anywhere you see little arrows on Facebook, they're always going to be a drop down menu. And when you open that up, it'll say manage ads. Um, the other thing you can do is you can go directly to ads manager by going to facebook.com slash ads ads slash manage. And that'll take you, take you there. Um, so yeah, I still suggest that you run it from ads manager. Um, the other thing, so I used to talk about how you shouldn't boost posts for two reasons. So the second reason was because the audience was not, you didn't have as many options for the audience. And so with the audience, it used to be that you could really only um, say, I want people who are interested in this or this or this or this. And you didn't have the layered targeting that you have inside Ads Manager. Now, I will say Facebook has done a good job of updating that so that now you do actually have layered targeting. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. Um, so you do have layered targeting now, and you do have um, just a few more options. So it's gotten a little bit better, but I still think it's better to run the ad from inside Ads Manager. Um, even if you're doing post engagement. But again, the majority of the time, post engagement is not actually what you want it to be. Um, okay, so if you are listening, feel free to call in. I would love to chat with you about um, what those options are. So if you're in the US, uh, you can call in at 1-815-880-8255. If you're in Canada, you can call in at one 613 800-8736. And on Skype, you can go to Inspired Choices Network. Also, feel free to come join us in the chat room and chat in here. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit more about audiences. Because um, audiences have gotten so much better over time, and I think they really offer cool options that just don't exist with any other platform um, for running ads. So there's literally millions of ways that you can um, target your audience. And so the very first step that I would suggest is making sure that you really get to know who your ideal audience is. What are the things that they're interested in? Um, what are pages that they like, people that they would follow? Um, information about their demographics, behaviors, where do they like to shop, um, what do they like to eat. I mean, so much of it depends also on who who your audience is and what they do. You know, are they parents? Are they, what are they interested in? What are the commonalities that 
um, the common thread that they all that they all have. So one of the places that I really like to go to research my audience is inside ads, uh, the ads manager platform. It's called Audience Insights. And when you go in there, you can look at, um, you can put in like a page that somebody might be interested in. Like, so let's say I know that um, Amy Porterfield is somebody that I've followed for a very long time. And I know that if somebody's interested in her, there's a good chance that they may be interested in what I do. So I can put her in and I can press page likes and it will come up with other pages that have a similar audience to hers. So it's an amazing way to really get to know more about your ideal audience. Um, all right, so we are coming up on a break. Let's continue to talk about audiences uh, when we get back. All right, I'll see you in just a minute. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jen Posick, Um, and you are listening to The Ads Maven. Okay. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about how to research your audience. And so Audience Insights is a really great place um, when you put in an interest and then you go to page likes. And so what what you'll end up seeing is if you put in, so let's say you put in Amy Porterfield and then you do page likes, you'll probably see other pages like, um, oh gosh, like Marie Forleo. You'll probably see pages like James Wedmore and other pages that have a similar audience. So what I'll do is I'll go through and I'll click on each of those to see if they are a page that I would be interested in targeting. If they are, I'll write everything down um, in like a Google sheet and just to keep it together to know what are some pages to target. So then when you go into your ads manager, so one of the other things I really like to do to figure out my audience is I like to 
go in just to play around with it. Um, so I'll go into my ads manager. I'll go to the ad set section because remember that's where we create our audiences from. And under the detailed targeting, one of the best parts of Facebook audiences is the fact that they have this layered targeting. So I like to call it and or but not targeting because we can say I want to target this and this or this but not this. So um, here's an example. I have a friend who's going to be a guest on the show um, who has the most delicious raw vegan snacks including uh, kale chips. And so her audience are is made up of people that, you know, they like healthy, organic things, but they also are okay with um, spending the money on on healthy, organic things. So, because, you know, it costs a little bit more for organic, um, organic foods in general. And so, like, her ideal place – so when it, she sells to customers, but she also – sells like white labels it sometimes through like in juice bars and stuff like that. So if somebody's like the type person that goes to a juice bar all the time, they're spending a good amount of money on those juices, right? Those are not like super cheap. So let's say for her targeting, she wants to target people who are interested in either um, Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, right? So she can put that in. But after she does that, the audience size is probably going to be way too large because a lot of people are interested in Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, right? So let's say that her audience size is like 20 million at that point. Way too big. We want to get it to that like 1 to 3 million range. So what she can do is she can say she wants to narrow her audience down. So she could say she wants to target people who are interested in Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, and they must also be interested in organic food. And so just by narrowing it down, it's going to bring the audience size down because not everybody who's interested in organic food is also going to be interested in Trader Joe's, right? So let's say that brings it down to about $6 million. So if it's still too large, you can continue to narrow it further or you can choose to exclude people. So let's say she decides to exclude people who are interested in Walmart. And so now it will say she wants to target people who are interested in either Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, and they're also interested in organic food, but they are not interested in Walmart. And so when you do that, it's going to take your audience size down to like one point something million, and then it's going to be it's, it might be targetable, right? So that might be an option that you would go for. So that and or but not targeting. Now, I will tell you, I honestly very rarely exclude. Um, I usually will only include. Um, back in the day, now, so, oh gosh, like a year and a half ago when the Cambridge Analytica stuff happened, Facebook did take away a bunch of targeting options that were created from like third-party information. And so back then, one of the options that I did use a lot with both my family's ads, but then also for other clients as well, is um, was income-based, which was third-party information, and it's no longer available. But so with that, you could um, say that you wanted to reach people that had an income, yearly income of, let's say it was like uh 
25 to 50,000, 50,000 to 75,000, 75,000 to 100,000, right? But because they didn't know for everybody, like if you put in that only that you wanted to target um, based on financial information, it would kind of cut your audience in about half because it didn't have financial information on everybody. So instead of just saying, I wanted to target people who made 100,000 more in income, I would say I wanted to exclude people that would make like less than 100,000. And that wasn't necessarily the exact numbers that I would use, but just to give the example, because that way it would include um, the people that we didn't know about. Does that make sense? I know that that's, that's a little technical. But so the cool thing is, even if you're boosting a post, which again, I do not recommend, um, but now you can use that layered targeting inside um, boosting a post as well. And that's like a newer feature to uh, Facebook to be able to do that with a boosted post. Again, it really, really depends on what is your goal. Um, all right. So if you're having any questions around any of this, please feel free. You can always come and chat um, live during a show. But if you're listening afterwards, um, either on the network or on a podcast, you can always write in with questions. I'm more than happy to answer them. I know with Facebook, there's so much nuance that, gosh, I mean, it can just be a lot. Um, a couple of things as well. I do have, um, so I have a roadmap to profitable Facebook ads that gives a lot of good information about how to, um, the, really the strategy behind running ads to grow your email list. Um, with my family's business, I have found that that was really the biggest way that we uh, were profitable. Um, so this back in the day, I grew our email list to about 160,000, a little over, uh, solely through Facebook ads, really. And every day, even now, we continue to sell to the list because we grew a list of highly qualified people. So to get that roadmap to profitable Facebook ads, um, you can grab it at jenposik.com slash roadmap. So jenposik, J-E-N-N-P-O-S-S-I-C-K.com slash roadmap. Um, and I think there'll probably be a link for you as well in the show notes, maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah, so that gives more information around it. But that's something I've been talking a lot about in general is the strategy behind running effective and profitable Facebook ads as well. I actually just gave a live workshop, like an in-person workshop, um, all around that yesterday. And um, yeah, so there's basically two main ways to run ads that are going to be effective. The first way is going to be to uh, warm up people that don't know you um, to start growing that know, like, and trust factor and bring people onto your email list. And so the way to really bring people onto your email list is going to be through a lead magnet. A lead magnet is just something that you give for free in exchange for somebody's information, usually their email. So my Roadmap to Profitable Facebook ads is my um, is my number one lead magnet. Again, jenposick.com slash roadmap. Um, and then second 
strategy that's most effective for Facebook ads is going to be selling to a warm audience, an audience that already knows you. So I so often I see people running ads to a cold audience that doesn't know them trying to sell something. But again, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. We buy from those we know, those we like, and those we trust. So if somebody doesn't know you, they're not that likely to buy from you. So when we run those ads to our warm audience, it's just going to be that much more effective and cost-wise, it's going to make a whole lot more sense. Um, and so the cool thing is with Facebook, there's actually, um, you probably have a larger warm audience than you would expect if you've been in business for a while. Now, if you're just starting off, your your warm audience may be a little bit on the smaller side. Um, but so there's four big ways that we can um, sell, we can target a warm audience. We can run ads to people that have engaged with our Facebook business page in the last year, people that have engaged with our Instagram business profile in the last year, anybody that has signed up uh, signed up for your email list, and anybody that's visited your website in the last 180 days. Now, the only way that you can track people that have visited your website is if you have a Facebook pixel on it. So the Facebook pixel, it's just a little piece of HTML code that's used for tracking when somebody visits your site. It's also what we need in order to run our ads for conversions. So, um, again, I am going to do a, a workshop online towards the end of the month, so the end of October, um, all around the Facebook pixel and how to, um, how to put it in, how to use it, what it really is. Um, to sign up for that, you can go to jenposick.com slash workshop. And again, if you're listening live or in like the day after, uh, it w may not be there just yet. It may be my previous workshop. So my goal right now is to do um, basically a different workshop every month um, for you to be able to sign up. So you can go there to, um, yeah, learn more about the Facebook pixel and placing it. But so with your warm audience, you've got those four ways in order to um, to run the ads to them that's going to sell. Uh, so that's the second strategy. The first strategy is going to be if you are wanting to run ads to grow your email list. And we are going to go to break in just a second. When we get back, let's talk a little bit more about how to run those ads to your cold audience. All right, I'll see you in just a minute. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Palsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to jen at theadsmaven.com. 
Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back to the Ads Maven. I'm your host, Jen Posick. Um, okay. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about the two effective strategies to run uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. And so the second one being to run ads that are selling something to your existing warm audience. And the first strategy to be to run ads to warm up an audience, to really start to grow the no like, and trust factor. And so this is also kind of goes with the ads for conversions and not boosting a post because the ads that you're going to want to run to grow your email list are going to be ads for conversions. And I do actually see people boost posts where they really actually want people to sign up for their email list. Um, so with the signing up for the email list, that kind of brings us into a little bit talking about funnels. Um, so a funnel, sometimes I think people think about funnels and they think that they are super complex and just challenging and it's just too much work to set it up. And I will tell you, I do have some ads management clients that have some very complex funnels going on that are, it's amazing just all the different pieces to them. And if somebody opts in, they get this email, uh, this email series, and then they're uh, promoting, like they get this upsell or this downsell. And if they don't opt in, they get these emails and then they get this downsell. Or, I, so they can be very complex, but they don't have to be. So a simple but effective funnel, and I go over this in my roadmap to profitable Facebook ads. So if you need a visual, I totally get that. Um, you can grab it at jenposick.com slash roadmap. But basically, you have your Facebook ad. Your Facebook ad is going to promote something. Um, it's going to be promoting mostly your lead magnet. So your lead magnet is something that you give for free in exchange for somebody's information, like their email. So let's say I was running ads. I'm running ads to promote my roadmap to profitable Facebook ads, right? They click on the um on the link, they click on the on the ad, it's going to take them to a landing page. And so you want your landing page to be very simple where it's going to tell them what they're getting and give them a link to sign up. You don't want to have your whole menu at the top. You don't want to have them have to scroll. They should be able to click to sign up without having to scroll. Now, you can give more information below uh, where they have to scroll through, especially if it's something where they kind of need more information. But in general, you want it to be as simple as possible because all you want them to do is go to the next step. So when they sign up, it's going to be connected to your email list so that they're going to start to get emails from you, and it's going to take them to a thank you page. Now, the thank you page is going to have your Facebook pixel on it, but it's also going to have a standard event pixel for either a lead or complete registration. Now, I know that sounds a little tricky, and I'll talk about it more in my um, Pixels workshop. But basically, you want to be able to track when somebody becomes a lead. So you have to have that Facebook pixel on it in order to track when they're signing up. And you have to have that Facebook pixel on it in order to run your ad for conversions. So it can be a little technical to get it set up, but once it's set up, it's just there and it's going. So once they get to the thank you page, the thank you page is going to encourage them to go to their email, and the email, you're going to deliver the lead magnet. So that's the overall strategy for it. 
Um, I know that there's a lot of nuance to all of that. And I think I may do an episode uh, in the future that gives a little bit more um, more detail about it, just kind of walking through all of it. Um, again, with that Pixels workshop, uh, right now the landing page for it does send you to a previous online workshop that I gave all around the ad strategy um, for it. So you can check it out there as well if you're in the, like just the next few days, but you can also go to the roadmap to get see that overall strategy um, and get the visuals for it. Um, and then speaking of future episodes, I want to give you just a little bit of a sneak peek with some stuff that we're going to talk about uh, in the future. So next week, my friend Amanda of Slow Foods Kitchen is going to join me, and I'm so excited. So she literally makes the most delicious kale chips I've ever had. Um, I am not a fan of kale, but <laughs> kale chips and her kale chips are, oh my gosh, they're so good. I actually just had a whole box of them for lunch today because um, they're like addictive. They really are. Um, so she has been uh, part of my List Building Ads Lab group coaching program. She's also been, um, she's also a member of my Ad Makers Society. And so she's currently running ads to grow her email list and then sell to her list. So next week we're going to be talking a little bit more about that. Um, by the way, I have to tell you, my Ad Makers Society, it's a monthly membership where Every week I have office hours where I hop on and I answer all the questions around Facebook and Instagram ads, some stuff around like organic stuff, um, organic Facebook and Instagram, um, any questions around your funnels, your emails, your landing page, thank you page, all of that. And oh my gosh, it's so much fun. And I feel like I just deliver so much value in it that I... I just think it's like the most value that you can get because um, it's also only 67 bucks a month. Just like nothing. It's crazy. Um, so you can learn more about it at jenposick.com slash ad makers, AD makers, um, and learn more about it. Oh, I also have two uh, courses. One course in it gives you more information around um, how to run ads to your warm audience. And then the other one gives a lot of basics around uh, getting your Facebook profile going. So, yeah. So Amanda's a member of my Ad Makers Society, and she's on my office hours like every week uh, checking in, asking questions around her ads, um, around her email list, stuff like that. So Amanda's going to be joining me next week. And then uh, my friend Liz M. Lopez is going to be joining me soon. So Liz is a uh, business and career coach. Um, she's also like a LinkedIn expert, which I have to tell you, I am very much not a LinkedIn expert. So I'm excited for Liz to come on. So she does stuff around LinkedIn, stuff around resumes. Um, she does some other stuff as well. It's really cool. And she'll she'll talk to you about all of that. Um, but so Liz also has been, uh, in my list building ads lab group coaching program, um, as well as is a member of ad maker society. And one of the coolest things is from list building ads lab, uh, we created Liz's, um, Liz created a, 
lead magnet and her her funnel around it, like so her landing page and thank you page and email list. And one of the things that I always say is to really promote stuff organically before you start running ads to it. And Liz posted about her lead magnet um, just organically without doing any ads and had like, I think like 14 people sign up for it. And of those, like two of them contacted her about working with her, which is amazing. And so it's like, oh my gosh, of course, start to turn that into an ad, which she did. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, I also, so I'm going to have some more guests as well. And then, um, I also want to do an episode on mindset because I feel like working on my mindset has had such a huge impact on my business. And then it's so funny because I feel like mindset impacts just every part of your life. So your life and your business and all the things. Um, it's also been one of the biggest factors for weight loss for me as well, which I know is kind of funny with it being the ads maven to uh, have it talk about um, life stuff. But I feel like they all play a role in creating a better business and better ads and all those things. Um, yeah, so those are just a few of the things that are going to happen for some upcoming episodes. I really, truly hope that you'll join us for them. Uh, if you have any questions at all, please feel free. Send me an email. If you have questions around things that you'd like me to cover on the show, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, um, send me an email at jen at theadsmaven.com, so J-E-N-N at theadsmaven.com. I would love to hear from you. And let's see. Yeah, so once again, um, if you want to grab the roadmap to profitable Facebook ads, that'll kind of walk you through some of the stuff that we talked about today. Uh, if You can get that at jenposick.com slash roadmap. Um, my workshop about Facebook pixels will be jenposick.com slash workshop. And I would love to hear from you. And please, 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 when you uh, talk to me, let me know about how you are not boosting posts and how instead you are running your ads to the ads manager. That's definitely a key. Um, all right. So thank you so much. And I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.